Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. A podcast where we share with you great insights about everything family from over 30 years of parenting seven kids and over a decade of equipping parents through our Crazy Cool Family ministry. So let us inspire and equip you to build your best family. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We got a great topic today. We're not going to lie. It's a great topic. <laughs> That's <Well>, clever. Very, <laughs> very clever. We were going to talk about lying. That's why she said it was so clever. Well, trust in lying. So don't forget the trust part. But that's right. And I love how you're like, we're not going to lie about it. You can trust us, guys. That's right. That's right. And usually that's when you know not to trust. When somebody <laughs> says, you can trust me. You know, you got to be careful of that. But so lying is just a huge, huge, huge parenting topic. And we're going to explore it today. Um, Suzanne, did you did you lie when you were a kid? Oh, definitely. Oh, for sure. Very, very much. Um, yes. Do, do you lie today? Um, well, I don't know that I have that much to lie about. Um, but I'm sure if I was backed against the wall and there was a reason, I probably <laughs> I, I would. Still, I was just thinking about this. I still lie. I mean, when when it's probably going to cause a marriage fight. But uh, no, because I don't really lie to you. I, you know, stuff you might ask me like, oh my goodness, what are you what are you lying to me about? But like, I, I think mine come when like um, I just don't want to deal with an issue, and oh, so I yeah. will just like I don't want to talk about. It. I just want to just go on or whatever. And so maybe I will. And lying can be. And so what will you do? Well, just not Confess. say something about it or something, you know. Just not. Or will you say, like, everything's fine? Yeah. Is that yeah, a lie? Well, <laughs> some, I definitely think it. I, I definitely have inconvenience lies, you know, when things are just, I don't want to deal with this or whatever. It's kind like of, if I say, how do I look? And you say, you look great. Well, no, that, that's, that, that's not a lie. That is not a lie. Oh, my goodness. Busted. No. Yeah. Yeah. So many, so many places I could go with that one. But so what happens when your kids lie? And I don't know about you, Suzanne. Well, I do know about you, but I don't know about you parents, I should say, that are out there. Um, it drove me insane when my kids lied. Yeah, that was your big thing. And I, you know, I would tell them no matter what. And, and there was good in it, I think, because they, uh, you know, they they knew that truth was valuable to us. But man, I would say no matter what. And and I thought I'd try to turn it into a um, a good thing that listen, no matter what happens, it's always better to tell the truth. Right. Yeah. No, I think that you definitely, um, drilled that into our kids. So you're, you're, you're telling all these people that our kids lied when they were growing oh, up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and I think some, you know, for parents, um, firstborns. Yeah. I was about to say, why do you think they lie? Well, firstborns tend to lie a little more. They want approval. They are more geared towards that. Um, you know, the last kids like, deceptive so i mean <laughs> they are totally different that was but, us we were yeah, the last kids yeah, honey um, we were the babies of the family yeah, but i think that you know so often um I, I do think birth order makes a difference in lying i, I think the firstborn is definitely a uh, more prone to want approval which is why they lie they okay want, so one of the reasons is because uh, our kids want approval yeah, so and i think that the reason i say that is because as you as we're going to get into this what's the motivation Right. Some kids are motivated to lie. A lot of firstborns are motivated to because they they want approval. But every child wants their parents' approval. For sure. And so they're uh, we're wired. I mean, your children are wired for our but approval. But some kids really want that approval more than others. 
and, and they want it more than whatever it is they're lying about they want so they want our approval our children want our approval more than they want the truth and so if you were to put a scale of value our children value what we think of them and our approval more than they value the truth in some situations. I was just thinking about like um, with our grandkids, what happens when they get put in situation, like we have two five-year-old boy, grand, uh, almost five. And so what happens when they get put in situations where they are um, doing something wrong or they don't think they've done something right or they're not doing their best or whatever, and they either lie I want to change the rules. That's another thing. When the game is not going their way, they want to change the rules. Or they just cry. You know, they just throw a fit. Or they do not throw a fit, but they just break down and cry. And I think lying is this reaction of what happens when I'm caught. I'm in a bind. What What am right. I going to, how am I going to react to that? You know, am I going to trust or am I going to try to slide around, you know? And I, I really think that even at young ages, kids are going, what's the consequences of this? Oh, for sure. That's definitely another reason is they don't even understand the consequences of the lie. And so, yeah, it's easy. It's easy to lie. And a lot of the times kids get away with it. And so therefore they get rewarded for it, if you will, because the parents don't know if that is or isn't true. You know, the kids lie about something that happened at school and the parents don't know if it's true or not. And so therefore the kids get away with it and they file that away and their little head is that worked. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to do that I'll, again. I'll, I will try. And you know, cause they, they balance it against the consequence. What's the consequences of getting caught in the lie? Right. Or what's the consequences of getting in the action? And so often, you know, on the parent side, it can be, and we see this at all ages, kids say, I don't want to get in, I, I fear getting in trouble and I fear the wrath of, I fear the overreaction right. of my parents. Uh, they're going to freak out yes. is what, you know, in various ways they say that. And so, well, um, and I remember, I mean, that was me that when, and when I lied as a child, it's because I was afraid of how my parents are going to respond. When my chill, when our children lied, I know they were afraid of the anger that we were going to, to give. Like, for example, if they broke something, if I freaked out and overreacted, then they are going to file it away in their heads. Okay. When when you break something, don't let mom know. Sweep it up and throw it away before she ever finds out that her her favorite plate was broken. Just don't. And it was, I remember, I've got these blue dishes and they started just disappearing. I mean, then they're breakable and I didn't, couldn't, didn't know why they were disappearing. And I still to this day do not know who broke what, where, yeah, when. They got away with it. But I do know that because I reacted so negatively the first time the plate was broken, they said, I'm not going to, I'm, yeah. mom's not safe. Yeah. And that's what I think a lot of, the, one of the main reasons that our kids lie to us is because as parents, we are not safe. And therefore they do not feel like they can come to us in the middle of their mistake, their mess up, their whatever it is that they've done, their, 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 their faulty action, if they will, they're afraid of us. Isn't that sad? That's sad. Well, yeah, but I mean, I think there it, it comes out of a, there needs to be a healthy fear because that makes us, you know, not do things that are wrong sometimes. I don't want to, I don't want to get in trouble or I don't want, you know, I don't want to break the rules. And as parents, and if, we, that, you know, if that's, that helps the behavior, then that's mm -hmm. good. But if the action happens, what do we do on the back end mm -hmm. to? Well, and I think, but so that, so one thing about lying is it's, it's to avoid consequences, you know, 
But also, you know, one of the things we're talking about here is I think it's key in a crazy cool family. We're always talking about getting to know your kid, getting to know your kids so you parent them better. And you, the better, the more a parent knows their kids, the more their relationship line is connected, the better they're going to parent their kids. Well, in lying, so often the kid lies. We find out about the lie and then we, whoosh, we have a big consequence to it and we have a big lecture about it. And maybe that's all needed. But first, it's like, can you think about this? What's the motivation behind the lie? Mm, I mean, let's good. look at some other ones. Like, for example, a kid may brag. They may they may exaggerate <laughs> things because I've got they, horses, you know, yeah. I've got a brand new 10 speed bike. Yeah. I've got. Yeah. Yeah. I can run. So, you know, I can, you know, yeah. whatever it is, because they want to appear to people better than they are. Mm -hmm. And so they they lie. You know, uh, another thing that comes to mind is uh, sometimes we lie to protect somebody. Mm -hmm. Did you know, did 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 your brother break that, you know, plate? No, no, I, I think it just, you know, or, or, you know, maybe it's sometimes it's lying about intent. Were y'all running in here when you broke the plate? No, we were just walking by and all of a sudden the house shook and the plate dropped and it broke. I don't know how that happened. You know, I mean, it's just so the lie becomes, you know, changing the circumstances mm -hmm. to make them look better, you know, either in something negative or something positive. You know, I scored all the points. Well, not really. You, you know, right. You, or, right. or whatever. And so they make they right. lie to make them look good or, or maybe to protect people. And so let's just dig into that one for just a second. So the motivation behind that, if you were to break that down, is that there is a sense of identity in them that they need to be something that they perceive that they are not. And so as parents, when you hear that lie, when they're giving you that lie, then you don't have to call them to the truth and say, oh, my gosh, you're a liar. That's not true. That's not that's not that's not how it happened interpret that as, oh, my child needs to be built up. My yeah. child needs to be encouraged. My child is not think is not thinking high enough of himself or herself. And so I need to back, I mean, on the back end, I need to fill them up with, you're a mighty, you know, man of God. You're so smart. You're so wise. You're, you're so fast. Yeah. Well, and think about that. You just said something I think is really key. If you know the motivation, then if you were to say, you know what, you're, you're a liar. <laughs> you're you're a liar. You're 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 a liar. You are you're actually calling them a liar. Well, you're so, making them a liar. Not only calling them that, but by calling them that, that identifies well, them. Well, exactly. And so, what what if you are by the lecture or by if you don't know the motivation that you're actually perpetuating? You know, I, I wrote a I wrote a blog on that just a little while ago. Is it just like, um, what if you're making your kid into a liar? Mm -hmm. and, and I said, you know. Um, that some parents do that. And I said, of course, it's unintentional. You don't know you're doing it. Right. But you, we Nor don't, do you want it? We don't, it's not we don't purpose and go, I'm going to make my kid a liar. <laughs> that's where I'm going to go for. But, but, but sometimes with our actions. And so that's why we want to really explore why lies happen, how you can understand the motivation behind the lies. So that then you, there may, there is a time when you say, you know what? We don't lie in our house. Mm -hmm. Our kids have heard that from me often. You know, when I've caught them in a lie or when they or even, you know, another thing is to do that when it's not when you're not catching them, but just say, hey, truth For is important sure. in our house. Being trustworthy is important. And you can point, you know, here even some scriptures, you know, it says like in, in Proverbs six, there's in Proverbs six, 16, it says there are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue and hands that shed innocent blood are the first three. Mm -hmm. So God equates 
lying with murder, basically. Right. And then out of the seven, two, it says a heart that devises wicked schemes. Feet are the quick to rush to evil. A false witness who pours out lies. There's So two of the seven mm-hmm. are about lies because God really values honesty. Mm-hmm. Well, and so on in Proverbs 12, um, 12, 22, it says the Lord detests lying lips. And so our children need to know that they need to, that that's where the Lord stands. He detests it. He abhors it. He, he hates it. I mean, whatever word you want to use to drill it into your kids that, I mean, we would say lying is unacceptable. And so just knowing that, but the main point that we want to give you is on the back end of this scripture, Proverbs 12, 22, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. And that's what we want our kids. That's, that's what we want to do. We don't want to dwell on the lie. We want to know the motivation behind the lie. We want to understand that. We want to go there to help reframe or retrain the lying. But what we really want to, and along with that, not but, but along with that, we want to have our children know that God delights in people who are trustworthy. He delights in people who tell the truth. Yeah, and I think that's exactly right. And he and, and therefore, as parents, we delight in people who are trustworthy. You mm-hmm. know, you know, you can say something like, you know, I'm not going to be friends with that guy or that girl if they're going to lie to me. And that that is a, something that breaks my friendship. Well, I don't want you, son or daughter, to do things that would break your friendship. We want you to be trustworthy in the world. We want you to have good friends. You know, we want you to have good people around you. You want if you lie you tend to have, you will tend to associate with liars versus right. if you're trustworthy, you're going to associate with trustworthy people. Don't you like trustworthy people? Right. Well, then why would you not be trustworthy if that's what you like and others? Things like that where you can bring about that God delights and it's not, and then God delights in people for their good. Mm-hmm. And so he wants you to be trustworthy for your good, mm-hmm. not not for your not because it's you got all the consequences of being. He realizes that over time, if you're trustworthy, better things are going to happen to you than if you're a consistent liar. Yeah, I just that made me as you were talking, it just made me even think of how we valued truth in our home. And I remember telling I remember telling our kids, if you tell me the truth, then there will be no consequences. Now that doesn't always, that's not always going to apply and you might not be able to promise that. But if you're trying to train your kids not to lie anymore, then that might be your first step is there's, uh, the truth is so important and so valuable to me that I would rather have you tell me what truly happened, what the truth is in the situation. And we will We'll wipe the slate clean. And that's one of the ways that we got them in the habit of telling or having them tell us the truth. Yeah. And yeah. And that's a like she's saying, that's an extreme to go to. You know, a lot of times we would just say, hey, I'll try to make this as as good as possible for you because I do value the truth. But it it doesn't have to be always no consequences, but it can be, you know, certainly, you know, we would tell them that if the consequences would definitely be worse if we find out you're lying. Yes, about I do something. remember you going that route too. Yeah, going, you know, yeah, like t- yeah, that's true. And and I think you know that if you know it's it's almost like you know there's just certain things that you choose. We call them values that you just say that are not acceptable in our home. One of them is lying. Mm-hmm. You know, another one might, <clears throat> for us might be 
you don't ever yell at your sibling. Right. You know, you know, those things like that. And, and once they know that, then that becomes the standard. As long as <clears throat> you don't create this sense of fear. Yeah. And, and there's this balance. You want it to be a standard and a value while you don't create a sense of fear. You still you're still working to create a safe haven. You're, you're working to create this environment where they feel comfortable coming to you with things because they know you're trustworthy. Mm -hmm. Basically that your, your job is not to freak out. Right. Your job is to handle it and, and, and to ask the right questions and to be calm to all those things. Because you're going after the truth and that's the highest value that you want to have in any circumstance or situation that your children brought to bring to you is you want the truth out of it more than you want the, the thing that happened or the consequence or even your reputation or anything else like that. You want your children to give you an example. Let's say that, let's say that your child makes a 75 on a test. And they come to you and you're an A, you want them to be an A student. And you really value them being an A student. You value their grades and you think that's good to be a, you know, a high achiever. And then they come to you with a 75 and you say, oh my goodness, you know, you're grounded. Give me that cell phone, you know, all this. And I can't believe you're doing this. And maybe they made two 75s in a row or whatever. And they're in eighth grade and they're going to make a C in math because of it. And it's like, okay, what do you value? Do you value them coming to you and uh, you can yell and you can get mad at them and you can, you know, you can make them and they'll, they'll do one of two things. Either they'll continue to try to hide the 75s from you or they'll, you know, you might get them to make an A and it might work. But what do you value more? Do you value the trustworthiness of your child or do you value the B or the A in math in eighth grade? Mm -hmm. You know, we would say, I value the trustworthiness. And so we would go, you know what? We want to help you make it. We do value an A, but I mean, if they made a B in math, but they're trustworthy, I'm sorry. I'm going to value that more. It's I'm going to win. I'm winning the game because I'm winning in their lives. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now, um, you know, as like maybe in high school and again, the circumstances are different. Maybe in high school, it's a little bit different, but still the point is, what do you value? Right. And what are you going to, and that's why, you know, kids lie a lot of times because they're, they're afraid of the freak out of their parents. Well, and so one of the ways that I remember us valuing the truth is when they told us the truth. Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you for telling me the truth. You you didn't have to tell me that. And I appreciate that because I know that so many times they would get in the car. I made a hundred on my spelling test, but very rarely did they get in the car and say, I made a 75 on my spelling (laughs) test. And so when they did share something that was hard for them to share, something that could could make me not approve of them or them feel like I'm not approving of them. And they shared that. I would always say, thank you. Thanks for sharing that. I'm so glad to know that. Can I help you? I mean, what can we, what can we do to bring it up? Do you want to? Well, and what happens over time is when you create that safe place for your kids and, and part of it is, is creating that safe place in their heart. They may have, it's not just you that has issues as a parent. They're having issues as a kid. Maybe they, you know, they're having, they're having identity problems. They're having things. And so part of it is, is you're creating, you're creating their belief system that says it's okay. Well, then they come to you over time and they share with you their problems in life. 
their their emotion because sometimes lying isn't about what we've done it's about how we feel about ourselves it's about what yes. somebody said to me at school it's about so you know and they hide that because it might be about somebody you know did something or made a pass at them or something that they shouldn't have or all those things and but but if they don't think well of themselves then and they don't think well of your relationship then they're not going to feel comfortable sharing that with you yes or they don't know what to do with it i remember that one of our kids when they first went into school um uh, one of their classmates gave them a whole bunch of notes like a whole bunch of love notes and they <laughs> they they hid the love notes in their in their bed and i remember changing their sheets and finding all the love notes and i was like what in the world is it's like third, this it was like third fourth grade oh yeah, it was third grade. Yeah, and yeah, it was, it was like third. check yes or no. Yes, yes, all the things, and it just rushed back my childhood yeah, and all the yeah. things from my childhood, and I just thought it was absolutely darling. But my child, I was like, why didn't you show this to me? Like I could have helped you. And he thought he was going to get in and trouble. They, yeah, and they. Well, no, it wasn't even that. He he said, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what yeah. to do with this. And so, I and mean, so, and so he he wasn't worried about the, he wasn't even worried about getting in trouble. He was in over his head. I mean, it wasn't even the thing where he was lying, but he was hiding. I mean, mm -hmm. he wasn't. And so I just know that sometimes with our kids, they don't know what to do. They yeah. don't know how to deal with a situation. And if we as parents are, are too busy or not paying attention or caught up in life or are going to come down harsh or, or, Maybe, maybe we're not any of that. Maybe we're the practically perfect parent in every way. And our, chi and our child is put in a situation that they don't know what to do. Okay. All right. Well, and then those become opportunities. Yes. I'm to, so glad you to, said that. Uh, to build your relationship with your child, how you handle those. And okay. Along with that, let me give you some ways. So, so many parents, well, you're taking away my ability to discipline. We got to discipline the lie. And that's all true. We need to just realize the the discipline's always in your pocket it's always there and you can always at the end once you hear everything and once you understand the motivation and you've talked it through you can say you know what now not in this case with the three right. with, i'm not talking about this case but then at the end you can go hey um that needs a consequence and and a lot of times the the kid will go yeah you're right it does i get it you know and but you know that needs a consequence but hey I don't want it to happen. Let's let's avoid this. Let's work together to avoid this consequence for the future. Will you work with me in that? Yeah, I'd like to do that. Okay. And and over time, you just create this environment where, man, what if your child is not afraid to come to you and tell right. you the truth? That's our goal. And so there is that child that um, is a uh, is constantly lying. You know, there is the child that for and the different motivational reasons, and they don't they just literally don't value the truth. Well, um, Psalms one twenty says, "Deliver me." One twenty two says, "Deliver me, O Lord, from lying lips, from a deceitful tongue." And so it might be one of those things that you're going to need to solicit the help of the Lord on behalf of your child and have your child memorize that verse. Deliver me, O Lord, from lying lips and from a deceitful tongue. It might be a habit that they have gotten so into that they don't know how to break it and they can't do it in their own strength. And so they need the Lord to help them to deliver them from a lying tongue yeah. and just to memorize that there's so many scriptures i mean proverbs is stocked stacked full of you know lying scriptures so there's so many things that you can do with your child once again just to encourage you parents you're helping them 
not lie anymore. Yep. You're coming along beside them and saying, okay, buddy, that God delights in those who are trustworthy. God delights in you. You are trustworthy. If you're having a problem with lying, then know that God delivers you from yeah. lying lips. Yeah. And so let's think about this. Let's, as we, uh, it, it, towards the end of this podcast here, let's think about some examples with different age children. Like, for example, let's say that your, your four-year-old comes to you, you know, like is, you know, is, is playing with something they're not supposed to be playing with or watching the show they're not supposed to be watching and they get caught and you ask them, what are you doing? You yeah. know, I'm nothing. No, what are you doing? Well, I, you know, or dad said I could, you know, what and dad never gave him permission. So how do you, so I'm just using that as an example, when the when the little kid comes to you. Right, and so and I was just going to say that we, like littles, middles, and bigs, that's what we talk about at Crazy Cool Family all the time. You've got the little kids, and when they're lying, you're going to do something different than when your middle-aged kids lie versus when your older kids lie. So little, middles, and bigs. So you're asking, what do we do? middle age? you're talking about me? <laughs> wait, I'm past middle yeah, age. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> wait, what? Um, I still think of myself as middle age. <laughs> Um, and so what do we do when our little kids, when our little kids lie, when they, when they don't tell the truth? And I, I mean, I think that, I mean, part of, I mean, there is deception there. There's always, there's deception at the, at the core of every lie. I just, but I think most of the time with little kids, they just want to see what they can get away with. That's what I feel like it is. Well, with and I think kids. they really value, uh, you know, a little kid mom and dad are their whole world. Yes. And so for mom and dad to disapprove of them is very difficult to deal with. And so we have to be, it is like this power that we have as parents of little kids that we got to be very careful with how we're using it. And, um, and so we need to, when they come to us and they say, you know, or when we catch them, it's like, we got to be careful about that first reaction. And right. then we can. Well, it can't. It that's so good. It cannot have anger in it. And if it does have anger in it, then it needs to have an apology for the anger. And so it, you have to do that with your little kids. But along with the littles, we and I remember you doing this. Tom, we came down hard on lying when they were little. Yeah. So then, when they got into middles and bigs, and it's a lot easier to be deceptive from but, with but your parents. But wait, because with littles, they're living under your roof. They're with you all the time. You can you can you can see it. I mean, I remember praying, Lord. Let me let me see their lies. Let me catch them in their lies. I want to know what they're doing. I want to know so mm -hmm. that I can draw them close, use it as an opportunity, train them up in the way that they should go, turn their hearts toward mine and toward the Lord's. So I wanted to know those little lies and I wanted to catch them and I wanted to be that safe place that you're talking about. But also you taught me it, we, it needs to be, it's serious. We don't lie. Mannings don't lie. We don't lie. And the consequence of your lie is a spanking or wash your mouth out with soap or a timeout or whatever you lied about, you don't get to have, or you don't get to do. And so when they were, they were little that you, yeah. Well, and I think that the, the tone and the restoration is so important. It's like, you know, you can tell your kids things like, man, I'm disappointed in that. You know, I'm disappointed in that because now we got to have consequences. We got to have, you know, cause I'm, it's value. It, it's very valuable to us and our family that you're not going to lie. 
right. and you're going to tell the truth. You're going to tell the truth. And, and it's going to be something that uh, that you're going to, this is going to happen, you know, and, and we're going to continue that. If you continue to lie, we're going to continue to meet it. Mm-hmm. And, um, but again, what Suzanne's saying is, is that when you come at them with, you know, wow, I can't believe, you know, in the tone and everything, and then you don't restore them. You know, I think it's so important that after the consequence, whatever that is, that you restore them and you say, you know what? I love you. I, I am so proud of you. I am so grateful for you. You know, it's going to be, you know, hey, it's a lie. I get it. You did it. You know, I do it sometimes, you know, whatever. It's all something that, but we're all trying to not do it because it's, it's worth it. God wants us to, God delights in trustworthy people. Yeah. And so just to kind of wrap up a little, so let's say that your little kid's jumping on the bed and they're not supposed to jump on the bed and you hear them jumping on the bed and they come out of the room and you say, were you jumping on the bed? And they say no. So one of the things you can say is it's, I would, I don't care if you're jumping on the bed. I care that you told me you weren't jumping on the bed. That's much more valuable to me. And so because you didn't tell me the truth, then fill in the blank with your consequence or let's try that again go back in your room come back out and I'm going to ask you the question again and this time I hope you tell me the truth please tell me the truth please tell me the truth I really want the truth and so they come back out again were you jumping on the bed I was jumping on the bed (gasps) you were jumping on the bed we're not supposed to jump on the bed we don't jump on the bed in our house let's not jump on the bed anymore why do we not jump on the bed because we fall off above our head just like the 10 monkeys are jumping on the bed you know (laughs) I mean and so you make you make fun with it you make you give them a second chance when they're little because when they're little you're training them to tell the truth Remember, we live, we live in the father of lies world. You know, the enemy is here to kill, steal, and destroy. This is his world. He's the king of this world. He's the father of lies. And so our children are going to practice lying when they're little. What are we going to do with it? Okay, now. Well, so now we go to middles. So What's now, the age group of middles? Yeah, grade school. And, uh, Six, so, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere around there. Yeah. Middles. They're then, in the middle. Then they get held. They're in the middle of the littles and the bigs. <laughs> yeah. Then they get held back, and so it's 12. And so, you know, um, so, um, yeah, so lying at this st- stage gets a little bit more sophisticated. It gets a little bit more deceptive, maybe. Uh, and also, you start to have um, peer group issues, yes. you know, where they want to fit in. We're just now starting, maybe especially towards the end of that stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, wanting to fit in wanting so now you start seeing that um, you know so for example let's say and you know children are getting phones at various ages now yeah. so I mean they have access to those things and there's so, a lot more space in their life where they can be private or they're away from you so you're not with them every minute of the day so you're not gonna you might not even know if they're lying to you so you know could be like a kid uh, gets exposed to something on their phones or on somebody else's phones or whatever they're not. And what do they do with that? I mean, they're going to think that you don't want them to see that or you're going to make them. As is true. Yeah. (laughs) Or you're going to make them embarrass them in front of their peers, things like that. So how do we handle that? And you're looking at me like I'm going to answer that. So (laughs) I was asking you. Oh, oh, okay. Are you okay? Um, it wasn't a rhetorical yeah. question. It was a real question. <laughs> well, I just thought you were throwing it out there. And so, what would you do with that? Yeah. You know, and so, 
So I think those, I mean, especially those middle school kids, I just, I mean, when I counseled kids at the private school that I worked at, I just remember so many of those girls would come in and they would say, I can't, I would say, have you told your mom? And they're like, I haven't, can't tell my mom. She would kill me. And so that's the part that we are reiterating that we have to be a place where our kids can tell us this stuff. How beautiful would it be if your child got in the car and said, mom, we were um, sitting at the lunch table and Sarah showed me a picture of this that's that's our goal parents that's what we're going for we want to we want our children to believe that they can show us and tell us anything we want our children to know that we are coming along beside them and and helping them grow up in this world oh my goodness what'd you do with it i'm gonna call their parents right now we're gonna call the school we're gonna call the teacher this is terrible I mean, it's like, oh, that's beautiful. That's exactly <laughs> like my heart started beating fast for the kid in the car sitting next to you. Yeah. And that's what we do as parents. I mean, that's 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 what we do with the best intentions. Oh, for sure. Because it's our re- it's a reaction. It's yeah. yes. And, and so instead, it's like, OK. And so often, start with thank you so much for sharing that yeah, with me. I mean, start it, with that. Start with gratitude, because that opens the doorway. It automatically plants the seed in the child's head that my mom wants to hear this. My dad wants to hear this. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. The next thing to say, what do you think about that? What do you think about? Because now they've been exposed to the world. They've been exposed to evil. And you want to know what their reaction is. I liked it. It was cool. It was a cool image. It made me feel funny. I didn't like it. It, I showed it to a bunch of other people. Oh. <laughs> and so you want to know what they did with this. You want to tell them thank you. And you want to know what they did with it before you go into lecture mode, before you tell them what's right or wrong, before you do anything. You know, and if you can't do that, which is sometimes possible, it, it, it could even <laughs> yeah, be, yes. it could even be, wow, that's interesting. You know what? Um, that's a great one. That's I, a great one. I, I, I sometimes the word is okay. <laughs> that that's works inter- well. That's <laughs> interesting. Um, oh. You know what? I'm really glad you told me that, I, you know, um, Man, you know, I've never had one of my kids do that, have that happen to him before. Let me think about it. I mean, if you got, even if you have to, anything to not, I mean, can, can you get the jest here that when you overreact, you're usually yeah. going to do damage? And, and you gonna, want them to tell you the stuff. That's it. You want them. You want them to tell you the stuff. Yeah. So let's, so, so middles, I mean, the, the littles, the middles, the middles who are in, you know, elementary school, whatever. Um, they're going to be exploring some things. Yes. And so realize that um, this is the time they start, and this is a time they start to explore some things that they're going to explore more when they get to be a little bit older. And um, and also, you know, in our world today, one of the things to realize, I think, is you can't protect them from everything. So you're going to see things. How do you create an environment? And what you don't want them to do is shut you out. Yes. So therefore, how do you create an environment where um, they're going to be trustworthy with you in those things? Well, you do it by asking questions, by not overreacting in those things. And so just know that the world is telling your children not to tell you. Their friends are telling you, social media, so everybody's telling you, the movies, the books they read, all of them have characters in them that do not tell their parents. And so as parents, we need to be proactive about that. You can tell me anything. You can tell me anything at all. You can, you can even create a safe 
phrase. You can say, mom, I don't want to tell you this, or this, you're going to be mad about this. You know, pick the phrase that you're going to say and whatever it is that they tell you after that phrase, then that you don't react. You don't respond. You, you hear their heart from that. Listen to, listen to what I have to say, mom, whatever that sentence is, because know that the world tells your kids not to talk to you, but deep down in your kid's heart, you're their safe place. You're their person there. You're all they know to talk to about the world because that's what it was like when they were little. And I think that is a good transition to the bigs because Suzanne just said that the world is telling them not to tell you. So think about this. Think about like a piece of paper that's folded in half and folded over, okay? In order to get it to go back straight, you can't just go back straight because it's still going to fall over. You got to fold it all the way back over. So if the world is telling your kids that to lie to you, you got to tell them a lot that you're safe. Mm -hmm. And if you, and, and if you mess up a few times without being safe, you folded the paper back over again. And so you got to really, so it's something that you're like, well, of course my kids are safe. And we hear this from parents a lot. Of course, I don't know why they don't think about telling me something. I'm like, can I hear, can I get a video of you? And can I show you <laughs> yeah. and what would happen? And so you have to create, it's got to be a value that you value in your family. And then you have to treat it right a lot and tell them about it a lot and listen about it and ask questions about it a lot in order to build it up in your family. And that really happens with the, um, with the uh, middle, with the bigs, which are middle school and high school. That's why I keep getting the word mixed yeah, up because yeah. it's middle school and high school or the bigs, because at that point things are happening that you're not going to like. And more, I mean, it doesn't happen as much with middles, but when you get into yeah. middle school and high school, more things are happening. They're seeing things. And that's when you've really got to up your game. And so part of bending that paperback, I love that illustration. That is just so perfect, is that if you do mess up, then you're going to you're gonna have to apologize. And we've talked about that. But it reminded me of a story with one of our sons. They were sharing something and you got angry about it. I don't remember what they were sharing. And you got so angry and you had to go back upstairs and apologize to him because, and you went in and you said, I don't get to be angry with you. About and so, so well, and it's what's interesting about that is I don't remember what it was about either. Yeah, I don't. I just I just remember I just remember there being anger there, and I remember him expressing his opinion. It was something about faith or politics. Who knows what it was about? Really, maybe I don't even know. I don't think it was something that he had done as much. And you were like, or maybe it was something. Maybe it was an action, and you were like, no. I think he just really had just kept you know, chirping at me about something that he was disagreeing with something about what I wanted him to do. And I finally just said, look, you know, go get it done or something like that. But, but, and it was, and I was just tired of it and just got, you know, but I think that the key is there is that, um, uh, you know, you can tell your kids, look, I want the best for you. And so when I see situations and I want to protect you and, Man, sometimes my flesh gets me and I react. Yes. But you know what? What Suzanne said, and I've told my kids this a lot, especially as a dad, because dad anger is usually, you know, some one of their big one of our biggest problems as men. I just say, you know what? I don't get to I don't get to yell and scream at you. I don't get to do those things. I don't do it to your mom. I don't do it to the kids. And it and and the same way, 
you don't get to do it to me either. You know, it's another standard that has to tell another story about anger. But I mean, but with lying, it's like when that happens and, and you'll be amazed what happens is, is that, you know, what happened was, is we both cried. Right. You know, what I mean, I went in there and I said, hey, I said, man, I tear up thinking about it. But I just said, hey, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not something that I ever want to do to you. And and he's like, you know, I get it, you know, and and, and so and, and, and you can. You know, if you're promoting truth and you're being safe and you mess up one time, you're going to be able to restore that. Or every time. Understand that if you mess up every time, if you are a highly emotional person that freaks out initially, then know that that apology on the back end is always going to heal. And I know that that's not what we're talking about. I know we're talking about lying, but there's something about lying that triggers us because we know that the Lord says that he detests it. He abhors, he hates it. And so that, that triggers righteousness in us as parents. So that triggers a reaction. And so know that if you do react, you haven't messed it up. You can go back in on the back end with the, you know, with, with the forgiveness. So just in case you were wondering, we could talk for a long, long time <laughs> about lying. And so we're going we're gonna to close it out now by just saying, look, with the bigs, um, it's just the relationship just becomes even more important because uh, you're going you're gonna to face some things. You know, some of that is, <gasps> okay, let's talk about that, you know, and, and, being, and just getting over the, the fear um, you know, and, um, and, and helping them be on the right track. So I was just going to say that with, and just to be proactive when it comes to, um, those bigs, if you will share with them the places you've messed up when you were their age, then that builds a common ground between you and them because they, in their, in their, in their minds, they think that you think you're perfect. I mean, they know you're not perfect, but they think that you're coming from a place of where you were perfect. But if you go in and say, Oh no, I did this. I was dumb. I was stupid. I lied about this. And if you can be um, vulnerable and authentic with them, then that shows them what it's like to be vulnerable and authentic with you for the bigs. God delights in people who are trustworthy. We uh, hopefully given you some handles on getting, uh, reaching the heart of your kid, helping them not to lie and helping them to feel safe and trustworthy in all situations, but especially with you. Um, Yeah. And so um, they are going to lie. What are you going to do about it? How are you going to respond? How are you going to get to, how are you going to lead them to the Lord through their lives? um, Next week podcast has, uh, is about marriage. So if you, if you want to work on your marriage, Dr. Wyatt's going to be there. It's a, it's a, a guest podcast. It's fascinating discussion on marriage. Um, yeah. You know what? Also, just as we end, um, go to our website. We've got some great, we are seeing a great reaction to, uh, the, the guides we're putting out comprehensive guides. Um, some, some audio, I'm, I'm sorry, some, um, micro books that are out just uh, go check out the website check out the store you're gonna see some new stuff from crazy cool family if you haven't checked it out go check it out and as always parents go be crazy crazycoolfamily.com